0: and enter promo code FTM400. That's FTM for firing the man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?
1: Welcome everyone to the firing the man podcast a show for anyone who wants to be their own boss if you sit in a cubicle every day and know you are capable of more then join us this show will help you build a business and grow your passive income streams in just a few short hours per day and now your hosts, serial entrepreneurs david shomer and ken wilson
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Firing the Man podcast. On today's episode, Ken and I dive deep into our 2023 goals. For each goal, we will share why we made it, how we plan on accomplishing it, and keep you updated throughout the year on our progress. Ken, what's going on, man? David, welcome. So for those joining um, on video, David and I are both
1: remote today. David's got a a new setup in his his office, a stand-up desk. Both got some killer mics. And so, yeah, we're going to share our goals with everyone today. And, yeah, I think it's super important for everybody to have goals and to uh, strive to get better year over year. I'm curious, David, how long have you been setting goals? Is this something you've recently done or have you done this for a really long time?
0: Yes. So my wife and I, when we got married, which was six years ago, every New Year's Eve, we go out for dinner and we talk about goals for the next year, three and five years. That is the first time I've ever formalized like actually written it down. However, and we'll talk about this a little later in the episode, you and I have taken it one step further and not only are we writing them down, but we're announcing them publicly to (laughs) Firing the Man Nation. And that is, I think that is an added layer of accountability. And so, yeah, let's just get right into it. So like, why are we doing this? And and I, I just was talking about putting your goals out in the universe. I'd like to share a story. In 2020, we did a goals episode. On my sheet was fire the man. And when I got to that, I decided not to say, I didn't say it out loud. The reason for that was I had a very stable job and I had I had not fired the man yet. I had a very stable job. I was a little uneasy about if e-commerce was going to work or not. And I felt a little embarrassed that we had a podcast about quitting your job when I had a job. And so I opted not to announce it. Well, I did not fire the man. I did not meet that goal in, in 2020. Now, in 2021, I did. I put it out in the universe. Lo and behold, I did fire the man. And so I think that there's something to this, that when you announce it, you know, other people are listening that you want to be on top of it. So what do you
1: think? Yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. I definitely agree that when you put something out into the universe or, you know, uh, whether it's you tell your friend or you tell your partner or whoever, it's a level of accountability. And if, you know, if you're listening to this and you've never done goals, take a few minutes, write down some goals, think about them, email them to David and I, support at firing the man or David at firing the man or Kenneth Firing the Man. We'll we'll be your accountability partner. But yeah, I think just just writing for one, writing them down is step one that really like makes them real and then sharing them with someone, you know, S- sharing them with someone that's positive, that's going to help you and, and hold you accountable and check in on them. The other thing is reviewing them throughout the year, Uh, you know, status check, where are you every, every, every month, every three months and keep that progress going. And if you slip and fall, get back up and, and, and keep going, you know? And so that, that's huge. And, and I, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that story on, you know, on the 2020 goals versus the 2021 goals. It's, it's a lot of times we, yeah, we like undercut ourselves. We're like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do that or not. I, I would much rather set a goal
0: and not accomplish it than not set one and do nothing. Like, those are your options, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ken, let's get into it. What's what's goal number one for 2023? Absolutely. So... I've got three personal goals and three business goals that I'm going to share
1: today. The first one, the first three are business and the last three are. So the first business one is diversifying 30% of total revenue from the portfolio companies off of Amazon US. And the reason for this is that Amazon US is a pain in the ass. It's great when when, when you want it to be and it's horrible on, you know any point in time and so diversifying revenue from your business is just a very smart thing to do some of the some of the ways that we're doing this is we're going to scale email marketing so it's a gap in our business if you have a, a native amazon fba business then you likely don't do email marketing because amazon's not going to give you the emails of your customers and so in 2022 we've ramped up email marketing for for all the portfolio brands and we're going to really scale it this year we've got a, a technology partner that we're we've partnered with and we're scaling emails uh, pretty rapidly. And that, another one uh, we're working on is uh, B2B sales. So we've taken a step farther and, and with the brands, we're, we're reaching out and, and ramping up B2B sales programs, outreach, cold calls, emails, texting, we're we're dabbling in a bunch of things um, to try to, to try to generate revenue off of Amazon, uh, and the last one is our direct consumer websites. And so this is the email marketing we're driving a ton of sales to the to the direct consumer websites.
0: David, what's your first goal? Coincidentally, mine also has to do with diversification off of Amazon. And you know, you had mentioned that that they're kind of a pain in the ass. So how are we going to grow off Amazon revenue? That is going to be Walmart. We launched in Walmart in late 2020 and spent 2021 kind of getting things optimized. and, And I think... To me, as a platform, it's still developing. And here's an example of this. PPC, you could only advertise at a parent level. And and oftentimes, if you're selling something that has variations, that doesn't work or it's not optimal. They are just recently switched over to allowing you to, to target your child ASINs. Or child skews, whatever you want to call them, and so I, as I see that that develop, I would like to be along for the growth, and so I would say right now across all three portfolio companies, Walmart represents between five and eight percent of total revenue. And I think we could definitely get into the double digits and continue to grow there. It's it's now part of our launch strategy. When we're launching, we're launching on Amazon and on Walmart. So pretty exciting stuff there. The next thing is scale international marketplaces. And this was one that we started in 2021, made a significant investment in terms of time and energy just getting this done. And one lesson I will share from that is don't do three new marketplaces at once. So we went into so we simultaneously went into the UK, Germany, and Canada. All of them have different taxation rules. All of them have different rules on importing. And if you want to stock all of your products, guess what? Now you have three times the inventory demand that you previously had. And so in the, in uncertain markets. And so anyway, I am looking for those to mature and really looking to get those dialed in. You know, in Germany, with that being a different language, there's a lot more things that we need to do in terms of translating listings and getting our infographics up to speed and in the correct language. So that's something that I think is going to help with uh, this diversification And the last thing is affiliate marketing outreach. We'll call this B2B. So we have a social media manager at our company. And one thing that we have asked them to do in the upcoming quarter is an outreach program and two influencers. And I think that sometimes when people think of social media, they think of it as a sunk cost. But I do think that there are ways to use a social media manager to drive revenue. And that's what we're trying in, in 2023. And I'm really excited about that. So those are three ways we're going to diversify revenue. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of interesting
1: how we both have one of our number one goals for you know diversifying off of, off of Amazon, which is, I think, crucial. That's awesome. So number two, On my list, this is something that I think is very, very impactful to our entire company. We implemented in, I think it was was Q3 of 2022, we implemented EOS. And for for those listening that are not familiar with the book Traction, EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System. And it's essentially boils down to a set of processes and structure on how to run a business and, and how to how to just make it into just a big old SOP for your entire company, your entire workforce. And we implemented that and we've seen some really good changes since then. And so we're really just going to, I really want to just double down on EOS and just continue to refine what we've implemented and make it better. One example is scorecards. We do monthly scorecards for all of our team members and it's just a measure of their performance. And we adjust it. It seems like as a small company, you know, we're, we're able to we're able to like pivot and like make really quick changes where at a large corporation, it's not that quick. So making, making changes, keeping our, keeping our employees challenged and also keeping them working on things that are, that are relevant to, to, to help out the entire Company and things they enjoy working on. Level ten meetings. So meetings, unfortunately, are just the concept of communicating and running a business. And so we we've decreased our meetings and we've kind of compressed them. And in, in EOS, they're called level ten. This is something where I've I've seen huge benefits from from having these level ten meetings and and just kind of continue to refine those and make and making sure they're like super helpful for everyone involved in keeping everybody informed on what everybody else is working on. And the last one here. So we've recently implemented us and spend i think four or five months david i think just really drilling in on the pulse of how meetings go monthly quarterly annual updates
0: planning just really drill in on that learn and get better you know when we first started this i hit the traction program so we we started with reading the traction book and implementing this i was a little nervous that this was going to be a time suck boy is it the actually the opposite it, it is saving time. It's helping out with better communication. I'm a huge fan. I'm sold on, on the program and, and we will be doing it from from here on out. And so for those of you who haven't, at the very least, read the book and see if it may be a good fit for your company. But yeah, this is not a paid sponsorship. I just, I, I really like the impact it's had. And what's also cool is you talk to someone who's been running it for three or four years and they're like, oh, it, it continues to get better. It's like a fine wine. Yeah, absolutely. And just, David, you and I were talking before the show, I was chatting with
1: one of my friends from Mastermind, he's been been using EOS for five years and seen just incremental improvement. So definitely works. So David, number two for you.
0: Yes. So I would like to help three people successfully fire the man. Now, a little bit of background on this goal. Ken, you and I have had friends that have fired the man. We've had listeners of the show fire the man. And we've had a lot of people talk to us about wanting to fire the man. And it is so exciting to me. When this happens, when before I had fired the man and I would hear about somebody doing it, it was very much aspirational. Like I want to know what they're experiencing. Now that I'm on the other side of it, it is the greatest gift you could give someone. Like I, it, I think about it from a parent standpoint. I think one of the best things I could give my children is the ability to be self-sufficient and have full ownership of their time. It is a gift and, and. Certainly something that that Ken you and I have enjoyed and so this is something through the podcast we would obviously love all of our listeners if that is their goal to fire the man in terms of like personalized coaching and Ken you and I have opened up coaching to a very small group of people I had mentioned my goal is three people that is because I, I want to be three for three this year I want I want whoever starts the program to finish it and we have a celebratory beer over firing the man and so anyway that's uh that's that's a big goal. For the upcoming year, that's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of a selfless goal, but also
1: very rewarding. Like, I I enjoy helping people, and I know you do too, David. That's really cool. And yeah, I can't think of a better gift than to help someone fire the man. It's it's pretty amazing. Okay, number three on my list: increase revenues by twenty percent. You know, David, you and I have been talking about this for the last few months. Twenty twenty two was a rocky year. For all of e-commerce, you know I'm in multiple masterminds. You are as well. And and after talking with lots of people, the majority, like 75 to 90 percent of e-commerce businesses were down in 2022, which is which is an odd year. And so this year we're doing a turnaround. We've got a lot of initiatives in place, a lot of programs, shuffled some things around, and and our goal is to increase revenues by 20 percent. How we're going to do that? couple things here. Launch new products. We've got lots of new products in the pipeline. Got a new program, PLM. We're going to share with the audience once we're done with that. More exciting things to come there, but we're launching a lot of new products. We're going to optimize PPC. We're in the middle of implementing a new PPC software. And so, when we're done, we'll likely share that, share a case study. But there's a lot of if you're the Boca, if you're if you're an Amazon seller, Walmart seller, you you need to have PPC dialed in. It's just getting more aggressive and more aggressive as more and more sellers come on the platform. The advertising is just going crazy. So you, you definitely need to have your PPC dialed in. Scaling B two B and direct to consumer sales. And so that kind of ties in with uh, goal one here of diversifying off of Amazon, using these other channels to drive sales, you know, starting a B2B program and really ramping up direct-to-consumer website sales is just, uh, it, there's um, a lot of opportunity right now with with scaling those. So increasing revenues by 20%.
0: iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Absolutely. Ken, one of the things that you said there, which dovetails very nicely into my third goal is launching products. So my my next goal is to launch 15 products across portfolio companies. And Ken, you and I have been going deep on this. And we are—we have been emailing our customers and asking them, what do you want? We have been polling our private Facebook groups, asking the customers what they want. We have taken a very analytical look at sales velocity and BSR and number of reviews. And this is something that I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. We had a guest on on the podcast, Reggie Young, and he said, you are one product launch away from changing your life. And that hit me, like that, that sentence hit me. And so I think that is, at least for, my standpoint, I think we're getting things dialed in. Like when we're launching products, packaging is on point, inserts are on point, and and so just trying to launch not fifteen products, just fifteen products, but fifteen really good products. And so I don't know, you can you add on this? What what are your thoughts here? Yeah, no, just to piggyback on that, one thing that we we've we've
1: pivoted on over the last two to three years is you you hit on a little bit, David, is that we're actually like communicating with our customers and listening to them on what what products they want and what products they need. And then and then we're using Amazon's tools to go and validate there's a demand for those tools or for those products. Whereas we used to do the reverse. We used to use all of these tools to look at you know BSR and sales velocity and all that and then go launch products and see if people would buy them. We're doing it we're doing it the opposite now. We're listening to the people and then we're just verifying that there is a demand for them that people are actually buying because Walmart's a lot or Amazon and Walmart they're like large search engines that people use to purchase products. And so we're we've kind of like flop you know flipped it over And so, but it's exciting, like listening to our customers and then validating that, yes, there is a demand and then launching those products. And so, no, I'm I'm super excited. We've got several in the pipeline that we call them idea buckets. Our our idea buckets are full. And so it's exciting. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. All right, Ken. So you went through your three... Your three professional goals. What about th- your three personal goals? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So number four which is a personal goal for the listeners that don't know. David and I both train in jiu-jitsu and, and have for a while. And so um, my one of my personal goals for this year is to achieve a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, which is yeah, I'm excited for. It. It's heavy, but I'm excited for it. But so how I'm going to do that? I'm going to train three times a week. I'm going to try and not get injured, and I'm going to have fun. Um So those are those are three three ways that I can achieve a brown belt.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Can you mention jujitsu? You you. You've been doing it a while. I'm I'm six months in. And this actually is one of my goals is to attend 100 jujitsu training sessions. And like I mentioned, I started six months ago. And I love it. I love it. And I honestly, I'd thought about it for about five years. Listening to Rogan and watching MMA, I was like, I should try this. I wrestled in high school. I love it. Not only is it like great exercise, but like it's an awesome group of guys. It somehow engages your brain in a similar way to like chess, which is weird. Like I don't get that from other sporting things, but I love it. That's one of my, my uh, three personal goals is to attend 100 jujitsu trainings. That's awesome. And, and yeah, you, you know, like for me,
1: training jujitsu, like you mentioned, it's like chess and it is because you're, you're, uh, you're, you have an opponent that you're training with and you're trying to beat. And so you're trying to figure out what they're doing and then you're going to, you're trying to figure out a defense and then attacking them back. And so it, it, it engages your brain as well as your entire body. When I leave, you know, a training session, I'm completely wiped out. Like I, I'm drained. And one thing is like, one thing I've noticed, I've got a lot of good friends that I met in jujitsu and especially a, someone that's been training more than six months or so. Anybody that doesn't like it, they're not going to train after six months. It's, it's something that you have to really enjoy because it's grueling, but it's, there's a lot of like quality people and if and if you like to you know do something grueling and you enjoy it you're likely you're you have a lot of grit and so a lot of the people that you meet that trend you just you have a lot of grit because they just stay after it for, you know, so long. Awesome. Next one on my list, number five, I'm going to take another 30 day, which I'm labeling as a non-work vacation. I'll take my laptop for emergencies, but no scheduled meetings, anything like that. I did this last year. My family and I t- traveled Europe for 30 days. I think we did seven countries in four weeks or eight countries in four weeks. It was a it was an incredible trip. It was my first travel trip since COVID. And so I had a I had a ton of fun and, and yeah, it was just good to just have that downtime. And the other thing, you know, it, it exposed gaps in the business. Does any, did anything like go to shit, you know, like or and, as well as, you know, it kind of empowers the team to, to handle things on their own and, and, you know, to grow. Having said that, I have David as a business partner that also
0: helps out, help tremendously running all of that stuff. And so, but yeah, that's, that is another goal of mine. Absolutely. And it goes both ways. You know, I traveled plenty last year and, and we cover for each other. And that's something that I don't think people think about when they think of having a business partner. Actually, it wasn't something that I. I really even considered that much until we started doing it. And it, it is nice. Don't feel like you have to be married to your business. You can go unplug. At the end of the day, I think that unwinding outside of work helps you when it, it's work time to to really dial in. So yeah. one of my next personal goals, and this is kind of going along with that theme of travel, is to go on two out-of-state hunts. So I, have, I think I may have talked about this on previous episodes, but I love to hunt and fish. That is my thing. And this past year, I went on an elk hunt and a bear hunt. A bear hunt up in Canada and an elk hunt out in Wyoming. And I had the best time, met a lot of really cool people, saw cool parts of North America, really, that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. And so anyway, I am wanting to do that again next year. And so Uh, I've got I've got a bear hunt on the books and hoping I draw a Wyoming antelope tag. But uh, anyway, that's awesome. Is that a black bear or a grizzly bear? A black bear. A black bear. So, yep, it's up in Manitoba and little, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I was at a hunting camp a couple years ago and someone had some bear and it was the sweetest meat I had ever tasted. And he said, these bears are from this place in Manitoba where they have blueberries literally everywhere. So much so that the bear's fat is purple. And so oh. it's like a candy meat. And so anyway, I booked, a, like after I tasted that meat, I booked a hunt. I went up there last year and came back empty handed going back and hopefully I can get a, a blueberry bear. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So my last one, number six, my third personal one to
1: lose 30 pounds. So over the last several years, I have gained weight and due to COVID, due to not working out, eating crappy, taking time off. And so huge goal for me this year is to lose 30 pounds. What I'm doing to do that is I'm training jujitsu and I'm not getting injured. And I've got a new system of meal prep and planning. There's a couple of places around here that I, that make like healthy meal, healthy meals and they have them there. You can just go buy them. We can have them delivered. So I'm doing that. And as well as meal planning ahead of time of what, if I'm going to go out to eat, what am I going to, what am I going to pick and and all that. So just spending more time having a, having a plan in place versus just, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go grab whatever I want to and eat, which is what I used to do. And then the last one here is better sleep. And so sleep schedule, I think, I think sleep is oftentimes like underrated, like, you know, I was watching, I was on YouTube the other day. I got lost in YouTube land and, and I saw this guy pop up and said, what's the best thing about, any, uh, and he goes, sleep is free. Anybody can do it. It's free. And I'm like, that's true. You know? And so having a really good sleep schedule gets you dialed in for a lot of stuff. You're refreshed, you're you feel great, you're not, you don't need a a crutch. And so better sleep. So train jujitsu meal prepping and better sleep. So hold me accountable for that.
0: Absolutely. You were talking about sleep. For anybody that has not fully bought in on this, go listen to a Matthew Walker podcast. Uh, when he was on Joe Rogan. He's a PhD, he spent his whole life studying sleep. And it was it was one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Also one of the best, like, you'll be a huge fan of sleep after listening to it. So anyway, yeah, last one on my list is live four weeks as a digital nomad working somewhere else than my office. So when I dreamed of being a digital nomad, dreamed of firing the man, I thought that I would, you know, travel, maybe work out of the back of an RV and just, you know, never be home. That has not been the case. I have spent actually most of my time at home. I've realized that I am a homebody and I enjoy being at home. However, I have done a couple like working trips. I spent a week down in the Florida Keys and I'd work from like 5 a.m. to 1 and then I'd go fishing with my boys in the afternoon. That was great. And I paid for it with credit card points from PPC spend. And so it was, life was good that week. And so I want to do more of that. Anyway, that's Four weeks as digital nomad. Hold me accountable. Hopefully, you don't see my background as in my office so often. <laughs>
1: now that's awesome, and yeah, I think that that is really cool to just get away and and, and unplug and 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 uh, flex that muscle of hey, I don't have, I'm not tied to you know, I have roots here. I, I can, you know, be mobile and, and move around. So that's awesome. I hope everybody really enjoyed the show. And David, I think maybe we do a, a mid-year a mid year goal review. Yeah, absolutely. And share progress with everyone. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you have a list of goals or you want to share them with us, like I said, email email us. and Support at Firing the Man. Send your goals over. If you got them written down, write them down. I don't care if you take a picture of them on your phone, email it to us, write them down, send them over. And yeah, David, maybe we'll, maybe we'll pick one person and, you know, If you're an entrepreneur, maybe we'll have you on the show and and share your goals too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. One final thing, one of Ken Ken and I's initiatives for this year is to grow our YouTube page. One no-cost way that you can support this show is to go on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. We're putting out multiple videos every week and we've been working really hard on them. And it's just another way to enjoy our content. So thank you everyone for tuning in this week and we'll see you next week. Before you go, we wanted to share a new service that Ken and I have been using called GetIDa that has made us over $10,000 in Amazon reimbursements. The service requires no monthly subscription and GetIDa collects a small percentage of the money they recover for you. It takes less than 5 minutes to set up and works on all Amazon marketplaces. Go to getita.com, getida.com, G E T I D A.com and enter promo code FTM400. That's F-T-M for Firing the Man 400 to get your first $400 in reimbursements commission free. How much money does Amazon owe you?